The harvest is plentiful, but the laborers are few. Therefore, pray earnestly to the Lord of the harvest to send out laborers into his harvest. Welcome to 1002 with your host, Mike Baker, an opportunity to pray for the harvest and receive a nugget of truth from God's word. Ruth 4.15, he shall be to you a restorer of life and a nourisher of your old age. You know, the story of Ruth ends with Boaz marrying Ruth, redeeming her, redeeming Naomi, and giving a, getting a son from his relationship with Ruth, which we know as Obed, who ends up being the grandfather of David. Ironically, Boaz's mother was uh, Rahab, the prostitute. And so he understood what it was like to have a foreigner in the family. And maybe that's why he had compassion for Ruth. Maybe that's why he cared. Who knows what he went through. His own mother being Rahab, being from Jericho, not being an Israelite. But the women of the area, the women of the village told Naomi, he shall be a restorer of life. And obviously they were referring to this baby, this this Obed. Obed. But ultimately, again, it's this example of Christ. That as Boaz and Ruth fulfilled the commitment, as Boaz redeemed Ruth and the family, he became a restorer of life by giving life, by, by having a son. And we see this, this, this just, again, an example, this picture of Christ, who is the restorer of life and the nourisher of our life. And that's ultimately what we need. We need Christ in our life. We need him to be our redeemer. We need him to be the restorer because without Christ, we are dead. We are dead in our sins and our transgressions. And it's only by Christ's life that we have life, right? Like it says in Ephesians 2, so that no man may boast. We were dead and Christ gives us life so that no man may boast. We can simply say, man, we were redeemed. We have this redeemer. We have this restorer of life. And he did this for me, even though I didn't deserve it, even though I could never pay him back. And that's that picture we have in the story of Ruth. Ruth didn't deserve anything. She could never pay Boaz back. And yet he redeemed them. And he was the restorer of life to both Ruth and Naomi, to the family. And God used that restoration. He reused that redeemer to carry on the lineage of Christ himself. And so in this lineage of Christ, you have these three foreign women of Tamar and Rahab and now Ruth. God is showing that all are a part of the family. All are welcome. And ironically, those three foreign women are mentioned in Jesus's lineage. That even in his own lineage, yeah, It was things that didn't make sense and they weren't perfect and they weren't all Israel and yet God redeemed and restored it. And that's what God wants to do for us. He wants to redeem and be the restorer of our lives, the restorer of your life, the restorer of my life so that no man may boast. And so I encourage you to stop trying, stop trying to earn something you can't earn, stop trying to be something you can't be and let God redeem and restore you. Let God be the restorer of your life so you can say, look what God did in my life. Not that you can boast and be prideful and arrogant, but that God can work in you and show he is who he says he is and show what he can do. 
we were talking about the Lord being the restorer and in being a restorer for Ruth and Boaz, obviously there was a humility. And today I want to talk about the Wasoli people. They live in the north part of Ivory Coast or Cote d'Ivory. And the story goes that actually due to their pride, they were asked to leave the village and the people group they were once a part of. They were once a part of the Fulanis, but they were full of pride and arrogance and boastful. And so they were literally kicked out of the group. They were kicked out of the tribe. And from there they went and lived in the northern part of Cote d'Ivory and the southern part of Mali. And because of that, they've got influence of the Fulanis the Mandinkas, the Bambaras, but ultimately they formed their own tribe, their own people group, their own identity. Because of their pride and arrogance, they lost everything they known. And today they speak Wanjinka, and they're found again in the coast of Cote d'Ivory, along the coast of, or along the border, not coast, sorry, of Mali. They're 95% Islamic, uh, but they also believe in animism and, and worship idols like most people in West Africa. But the cool thing about this people group is that there are some descendants of the Wasanis who have become Christians. And there are some people that live in Mali who would have lineage here who have become Christians. And so one of our prayers is that these people with the descendants and the lineage would be sent amongst the Wasani people in Cote d'Ivory, that they would hear God's call, that they would go to be the restorer or the redeemer. The same way that God used Boaz to redeem Ruth and her mother-in-law and the family, that God would use these believers to go amongst the Wasali people and redeem them, to show them the arrogance of, or the errors of their ways and the errors of their arrogance, to show them that truly they need Christ and to let go of their pride. And so we just lift up this believer that is mentioned. And we lift up the chiefs in these villages that have heard the gospel, that there would just be a surrenderance and a humbleness. Lord, that you would just call the Wasalis back to you, that you would use those who have become saved, who have a heritage here and have a link. God, that you would just send the workers into the harvest and that the Wasali people would listen to these great grandsons and they would hear the truth and understand the truth. God, you would use them to bring the Wasali people back to you, to restore them. In your name we pray. 